This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'm going to be talking about shoulder pain and the suprascapular nerve. And I am super excited um, about my uh, ultrasound liposlipping machine. And after that, we'll pop up in a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? Okay, Bree, what's up? What's going on? Nothing much. Uh, I'm just sitting here trying to read the instructions to my new little device that I discussed last week and I'm trying to figure out exactly when I want to start and exactly how it works. Okay, do you want to read some instructions while I go first? Um, yeah, you can go. Okay, so I love talking about and reading about sort of the obscure diagnoses. So this is kind of an obscure one. So uh, this is pain that's usually located in the back of the shoulder from uh, some sort of, not, I don't want to say injury, but pathology of the suprascapular nerve. So the suprascapular nerve um, passes on the back side of your shoulder. Uh, it fires, it's a, it's, a, it's a mixed nerve, meaning it fires muscles and is responsible for sensation. So it fires the two out of the four rotator cuff muscles, the supraspinatus and infraspinatus. All right, so when you have pathology in this area, you will get basically uh, motor and uh, sensation issues. So you might have some numbness, pain, tingling in that area, uh, atrophy sometimes. Um, if you look at someone's shoulder blades that has this, you'll see like almost a dimple on the infected side, like there's clear atrophy on that the back side of the shoulder. And then you'll get um, motor weakness in a predictable pattern. So you're gonna be weak in some of the things that the rotator cuff does. So that's abduction or lifting your arm out to the side and external rotation. So kind of like opening a sliding glass door, that's external rotation. So this can happen because, well, nerve issues can happen from compression or traction. So you either squash it or you yank on it. All right, so uh, traction injuries happen with this with a lot of overhead athletes. Because if you look at the nerve, it passes underneath a little tunnel, like a bony tunnel. Uh, and when you raise your arm overhead and do something like, you know, throw a baseball, the uh, nerve gets traction and ganked. It really doesn't like that. So we see this injury a lot with volleyball players, baseball players, uh, football players, or quarterbacks, really, and kayakers, anything that's overhead. So that kind of covers the sort of traction injury component, but there's also uh, compression can do it. So, uh, you know, of course there's always a scary one, the tumor can do it. Um, or sometimes we'll see, it's common to get a labral tear in the shoulder and then a cyst develops from the labral tear, which we don't fully understand. Uh, and then the cyst in turn puts pressure on the nerve and then creates this whole syndrome. And another way you can compress it is from a heavy purse, because it sits, if you look at the, where this nerve sits, it's right where the, the purse would go, the strap of the purse. Um, or you get it from like a heavy backpack, especially if you use only one strap of the backpack. Um, so the thing is, this can be easily mistaken for a rotator cuff impingement. Uh, pattern can be similar but you gotta look for, I, I think one of the hallmarks is seeing that atrophy in either the supraspinatus or infraspinatus muscles. So right in the spine of the shoulder blade, that's where those muscles sit. 
So, but Chris, Chris, why would you say that's the hallmark sign? Because it sounds like I have this issue sometimes, mm -hmm. and but I don't have any atrophy in that area. Well, I'm saying this hallmark is probably the, a bad way to say it. More like to differentiate it from other diagnoses, right? So rotator okay. cuff impingement can be backside and that's a whole other discussion because you have internal and external impingement. And um, uh, so one of those two can lead to pain back there, but you're usually not going to get significant atrophy. Um, sometimes you just have stiffness in the backside of the shoulder capsule, but again, you wouldn't get atrophy. So if you're like putting all this stuff together, okay, you're an overhead athlete or no, or maybe you have a heavy purse and I'm seeing atrophy on that side compared to the non-involved side and you're weak in X-rotation and abduction and you're getting tingling. That's another one too, right? You're not going to really get tingling with a rotator cuff impingement. Yeah. Stiffness of the capsule. So I, I'd probably put those two. If you, if you check those boxes, numbness, tingling in the back of the shoulder and atrophy, that'd be my first thought. Um, so what do we do? We, I mean, Hopefully it's a compression thing and it, you just put the purse on the other side or lighten the purse. Um, if it's traction, like some, you know, like the volleyball players or baseball players, <clears throat> you know, we look at how you move your arm and see if we can make modifications to the way that you swing your arm. Uh, and then if it's the case where it's a cyst, well, sometimes they'll just have to surgically decompress it. And that's a pretty minimally invasive surgery. They do pretty well. So I've only seen this a handful of times, the eight years I've been practicing. Oh, so okay. that's what I got for you today, Bree. Wait, tell me why that you- That sounds interesting. I wonder if has anyone, has anyone ever come to you not with like a heavy purse or not like playing volleyball or baseball or anything like that? What if they just have bigger breasts? Do you think that could cause? So I've definitely seen, um, sort of pain on top of the shoulder from like the bra strap. I think that more aggravates the AC joint or just the muscle or, or you know, there's probably a bursa sitting there that's getting aggravated. But if you look at where that suprascapular nerve passes, it, it could make sense that you're compressing that area as well. So it's possible, definitely possible. I haven't seen that in particular, but I wouldn't rule that out. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's neat to think about. I mean, because I know most people are like, oh, my shoulder hurts. It has to be rotator cuff. And that's not always necessarily true. Right. It, I really the, rotator cuff out all the time. It's usually just tendonitis or something like that. Yeah. So. Well, rotator cuff is certainly like the most common. What makes you think that you might have this? Um, because I get numbness and tingling in my arms sometimes. In just one side or both sides? Usually it's the left side. And in the back of the shoulder or does it go down your arm? It's back shoulder that radiates up to my neck and sometimes down my left arm. But then mine could just be trigger points. Yeah, yeah. This is where radiate, radiating pain gets a little complicated. It could be levator scapula and sort of poor head positioning at work. It could be could be coming from your neck and so this is where we have to do an evaluation to really determine it um as far as i know with this one it's pretty local the tingling is pretty much in the back of the shoulder that's about it okay well that's good to know 
good for the listeners to hear. And I feel like um, that would help some people that might have questions about like, oh, do it like I just said, do I have this or maybe it's something else. So thanks, Chris. Got it. So what you got for me? So your lipo works. Extremely excited. I have my machine. It came in today. It just got delivered maybe an hour ago. So I'm charging it right now. It says you should charge it for two hours before you even use it. But um, so we talked about this last week is um the difference between like cool sculpting, um laser lipo. And this machine is actually an ultrasonic slipping therapy. So it says it uses this um, type of ultrasonic wave called um, cavitation. Cavitation? Is it cavitation? Cavitation. Cavitation. Did you hear that little sound? Because I am horrible at pronouncing stuff sometimes. <laughs> so here it is again for you guys. Cavitation. So Pretty much um, the Mayo Clinic says that ultrasonic cavitation is a simple procedure that relies on sound waves to flush fat from the body instead of using, having an extensive surgery. So the way that it's supposed to work is during the procedure is non-invasive, so you don't have to like have any downtime. That's the whole point of this. It uses a low-frequency sound wave, sound wave, called cavitation and in some cases which my machine doesn't because it's at home there's a light suction um, this heats up and vibrates a layer of fat cells below the skin's surface the pressure eventually causes the fat cell to liquefy and release their contents into the bloodstream um, proponents of the procedure believes that the body is able to process these fatty acids through its proverbial waste deposit plant which is the lymphatic system oh i'm tongue-tied tonight so this what they're saying this is is for layman's terms is that i am able to use this at home the ultrasound waves will heat up through the vibrations and the heat will be um i guess melt the flat fat or damage it enough where it becomes loose and then Eventually, I will excrete it out of my body through the lymph node system. So I don't have to go in for a surgery where I'll have downtimes of six weeks. I'm able to stay at home, do this a couple of times a week, and hopefully I'll see some results. Now, the kicker is I've re read some other reviews. It's not for obese people. So if you are extremely overweight and this is probably not the best product for you. It's that person that has like a few stubborn pockets and they just need a little extra oomph to get rid of that fat. So hopefully this works. I'm going to try it, like I said. Um, and it comes with a little gel, but there's a, I'm going to have to order other gels to go along with this because you don't want to put this on your bare skin. You want to first disinfect it. Um, I'll probably just use like alcohol wipes to disinfect it. Um, and then once it's finished, you need to clean it again. 
and then put it away. But it's wireless. I can pretty much, if I want to go on a trip and still use it, I can pack it. It's so small. You can put it in your purse, carry on bag, pack it up. It gives you the different sections that you can use it on. Um, you're supposed to you only use it for five to 10 minutes, which is that's really quick and easy. Thighs, legs, buttocks, back, arms, and the ab area. It shows you the motion that you're supposed to do it in. So that way you're able to get the best results depending on the area that you're working on. So yeah, that sounds a lot like uh, therapeutic ultrasound. Basically operates on very similar principles. Um, I know when you set to the continuous uh, setting on ultrasound, it, it does cavitation and it gets that, that warming effect. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. You're gonna write. Yeah, you're gonna. I you're gonna too. post uh, before and after pictures, right? In the, uh, in the link. <laughs> yeah, on our um, on our Instagram page, nice. um, underscore poppin underscore bottles. I will actually do videos on how to use it. Um, we'll do both before and after. How many weeks? Um, and then I just. I can also put the link if you would like to do more research on your own to decide if you want to purchase this product. I will say I am not getting paid to use this product. I am doing this on my own because I have a wedding and I'm trying to find a way to get skinny faster or help tighten my areas a little better. Well, uh, for listeners, I am going to become her nutrition coach starting this week. We're having a metabolic coaching session because I have a feeling you're on planned starvation and there are better ways to do it. So we're, I'll keep you guys uh, posted as <laughs> I counsel her on her nutrition. So since we are about to, let's just go into that. Let's pop a bottle since apparently I'm going to have to go on a diet with Chris. We might as well drink while I can. So Chris, let's pop a bottle and see what comes out. Okay, let's do it. Okay, what are you drinking this week? Um, I'm drinking a rosé. I'm actually from Napa Valley. It's Miraval. Um, if you've ever heard of this, it's like a one of the actors. I think it's Brad Pitt and Angelina's Jolie um, rosé. Um, it's really very a drier type of rosé. Um, it reminds you of or reminds me of uh, rosé from France, um, but it's very Pretty pink, um, very, like I said, dry, not too dry though. It has a little, like a slight sweet taste to it. Um, but it's really good. My fiance loves it and we actually have an refrigerator for him. I, um, we opened it up earlier today while we were outside watching the rainfall. So you can get Miraval from pretty much any store. I know grocery stores everywhere has it and, or a total one. But what about you, Chris? What are you drinking this week? Wait, so do you love rosé because it's pink? No. I Actually, my favorite <laughs> color is purple. I just like rosé because I like the way it tastes. Oh, your favorite color is purple? Purple's a good color. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love rosés too. I think they, I mean, they taste to me very similar to Sauvignon Blanc. If I blind tasted them, I don't know if I'd be able to tell a difference personally. So this week, hi, Sophie. So this week I am drinking... Tuscana Sangiovese, Caparzo, Caparzo, yeah. Uh, Is that a red? That's a red. Um, yeah, Sangiovese. 
I wanted something dry. Basically, to me, anything from Italy, for the most part, is dry. Uh, Sandro Base tends to be, for me, a little bit on the light side, body-wise. But I figured let's give it a shot. So let's see what we got. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, sometimes Sandro Base to me, is like almost like Chianti too light, in my opinion. But this one's a pretty good one. Nice. So anyways, what do you want to know? What do you want to know about your diet? diet? Will I be able to drink wine? It depends on how fast you want to achieve your goals. Your, you, I have like goals. I have, I just want to be a little toner for the wedding. So, you know, everything in moderation. I think you can cheat a little bit on the weekends. But from what I see in your diet, you're uh, kind of going playing starvation during the week and then yo-yoing on the weekends to have whatever you want. That's what it looks like. All right. Um, no, it's not that. When I wrote that, I really don't because I don't – I need to probably track my food a little better. Uh -huh. I don't really starve myself during the week. I mm -hmm. just um, – it's easier – for me not to eat as much because I'm at work. And on the weekends, we're like out and we're about and we're like going to parties or different different things. So gotcha. I probably munch a little bit more. Well, one of the things you marked off a lot in your evaluation is like meals are in a rush, quick and easy. Yep. So part of your plan. Yeah, so one of the things I'm gonna end up recommending for you is uh, meal prepping. like. Cooking on Sundays, getting, you know, at least half the week's meals ready to go, whether that's just lunch meals or something like that. Because we all fall into that, like, well, I'm in a rush. Just stop at Starbucks and get something quick or, you know, stop wherever. Um, and that stuff's loaded with all kinds of crap. <laughs> so I feel like that's the issue because I am not the biggest fan of leftovers. So I just don't like the way it tastes reheated. But, I mean, for a month, I probably could do it. Well, there's things that can reheat easily uh, or don't need heat like salads, right? You, know, you could yeah. do, like, sides that just need quick reheat, and maybe that morning you cook the protein or so, I don't know, something like that. We'll figure out a way for you to um, get better quality meals in you. Well, that I can agree with. I can stick to that plan. Well, we'll end up diving uh, much more into detail very soon, hopefully at the end of this week. I'll give you all kinds of recommendations. And I will let the crowd know and keep you accountable. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this, but we'll see. I'll go in with, you know, an open mind and happy heart, and I will try my best not to cheat. All right. Well, I will have a confession. I guess like confession. Um, I bought a smoker this weekend. This is on my list of many things to do to become a true man is know how to smoke meats. And I picked well, up that's this. pretty good. Smokers aren't bad. I know. But it's the things that tend to go along with it, like barbecue sauce and things like that. But this oh, thing, it, this is like those big barrel uh, smokers you see at like competition events like yeah like is it it's not the egg though it's not the green egg no no so 
that that cooks a different way. I think that's convection. This is indirect heat. It's basically it's got a side loader. You load up a charcoal and then you put whatever wood you want on top. Oh my god, this smells so amazing. I used it like three times this weekend. Well, I can't wait to come over and try it out. Yeah, I was trying to get you over here. So, question for you. I know you've done a lot of traveling. All right, what's your favorite place you've traveled to? Mm, That's hard. Um, If I had to choose between a city, an ocean, or like the mountains, I'm always going to choose the city. Like I'm a city girl. I like, I grew up in a smaller town. So when I go to big cities, I just get excited because there's just so much to do between shopping, between like going to a, a music festival or a baseball game or a basketball game or a football game, some kind of sports activity. There's always jazz festivals that I, I love going to. Chicago is one of my favorite cities. Um, museums, like, all that you can like encompass in one trip. However, there are times where I'm like, I just want to get away from the world and check out. And so then I would either choose the mountains or a beach trip. So I'm from, like I said, South Carolina. I'm um, what grew up in Seneca, went to Clemson and then moved to Greenville. So we were so close to the mountains. It was like maybe an hour drive away where we could just go up, beautiful views, beautiful lakes, and just relax. But um, my brother lives in Hawaii with his wife and his two children. So I love flying to Hawaii. And it's probably like one of my favorite beach beaches of all times. Like, I, I mean, we live in Florida. Our beach water is gorgeous down here. But the water in Hawaii and the temperature in Hawaii is so different. It yeah. just is like... Amazing. Like I could stay on the beach all day. In Naples, especially right now during the summertime, if I'm not out by like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, you will not catch me out there because it's so hot and humid. Yeah, Hawaii is just absolutely stunning. I've been there twice. And it's uh, one of the things that I noticed when I was out there, and I haven't been out there in a long time, so I don't know if things have changed, but there's like no bugs, right? No, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know if stuff has made it over in ships, and but like there's no mosquitoes or flies or anything like that. It's incredible. And the weather's like 75 degrees. out there. Huh? But the mosquitoes, yeah, there are like no mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's beautiful there. So if you had five days to do whatever you want, where would you go back to? Well, does that include air travel? Um, no, excluding air travel. Okay. Five days. I mean, that's hard. Because I would want to go to Italy because I've never been there before. Because then I can see, like, go to Rome and get all the historical things that I'm craving. Pause. However, I could also go to the beach, the Amalfi Coast area, and be like near the water, so which that two, was, was supposed questions. to be our honeymoon. Let's do two questions. Where would you go back to and where do you want to go? Then that is where I want to go. If I yeah. could go back somewhere, I would go to Hawaii because of my nephews, mm-hmm. so I can visit family and stuff. Now, where in Hawaii are they? They live on Oahu. Are they in so. Honolulu? Are they in the city? No, because they, they live there. The city is so busy. Um, I guess the capital is so busy. Um, they live in a town over called Kaneohe. Mm. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I'm dying to get back to traveling. We're kind of stuck these days. We did, my wife and I did a trip to Tampa recently. We loved it, had a blast. Um, And so going back to what you were saying about cities, yeah, I mean, I'm a city guy, well, used to be. You know, I lived in Boston, I lived in San Francisco, I lived in London, I lived in Miami. Uh, There's just something exciting, especially when you're like, you're driving up and you pull into the city, you see that that seascape, that's what I, you get excited. That's what I love. Yeah, because you're like, oh, something fun's going to happen this weekend. Yep, yep. So if you had to pick a city to live in, where would it be? Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. Chris, you should totally go to Chicago. It's like one of my favorite cities. That should be y'all's next trip. Juliana would love it between the food, because I love to eat. Um, The food, the travel, she loves shopping, so she would have a great time on the Magnificent Mile. Um, the hotels are beautiful. I think that's just like, where would uh, yeah. you want to go? I, I mean, I would love to try out Chicago. Right, so nationally, uh, Chicago is definitely on my list. Um, you know, I like smaller cities typically. Um, like in my travels, like some of my favorite cities have been the ones where they have like blocks that are shut off so you can walk. Like, like Copenhagen is amazing. I would love to go back to Copenhagen. That'd probably be my first choice. Probably second on my list would be Florence. You mentioned Italy. That is just gorgeous, amazing food, tons of like area we can just walk around. Um, Salzburg, Austria, it's like that as well. It's just gorgeous. I heard Austria is really pretty. Yeah, I've been to Vienna and Salzburg. They're both gorgeous. Uh, Salzburg. Any place with food, I'm like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Good food, sign me up. This is why I have to go on a diet. Salisbury is so cool because there's it's so medieval, like Game of Thrones looking. Right? It's like there's a castle on top of a mountain, and anywhere you are in the city, you can see that castle looking down. You, and then you can go up to the That's castle nice. and, and walk around. It's like a whole little mini city inside the castle, like restaurants and bars and stuff inside the castle. I feel like a lot of castles were built like that. Like if like when we went to Scotland, we went to the Queen's Castle, and legit, you go up, you go in, and then it's like a whole town within the castle because that's what it that's where people lived <laughs> back yeah. in the day yeah i mean that's how society used to work it's like let's find the highest point so we can see people attacking us barricade it and just create our own little village inside exactly that's what so i want to do cool. to my house <laughs> i know i feel like we kind of have that with our fence and stuff here but yeah we're not on the highest part of a mountain because we live in Florida. Everything's flat. Yeah, I mean, you can stand on a curb in Florida and you're like higher than everybody else. I know. <laughs> sea level wise. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Chris, um, I'm sad. My friend had to leave before we could bring her in for our um, popping bottles opening up session, but she said she'll be really happy to zoom with us so maybe next week we can get her on she's a amazing girl she just opened up this charity thing called um clemson women all in mm-hmm. and um she um would love to come on the podcast talk to us and drink some wine okay sounds good we'll get her in uh all right so let's wrap it up uh, if you guys enjoy this please let us know please send us questions rate like subscribe uh, let's wrap it up. What do you say? I think it's a wrap. I can't wait to try my, my 
what's the ultrasonic laser i'll let y'all know so please yeah. check us out on instagram at underscore poppin underscore bottles and then find us on itunes and spotify under poppin bottles with dj chris and brie so this is dj dr chris and it's your favorite nurse practitioner and this is poppin bottles see ya see you next time bye